Welcome to the Doing Epic Stuff podcast with your host, Mike Drohan. Together, we'll explore the stories and journeys of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. To give you an indication, it was like eight o'clock in the morning or eight thirty in the morning, the doors were pretty close to opening and I'm sitting there with AV guys trying to work out how to get video in and audio out. That's Marco Rossano co-founder of the No BS Digital Reality Check conference that almost wasn't. The disconcerting situation which Marco found himself on opening morning was a ripple effect of a global pandemic that was only just being felt in Australia. A number of high-profile speakers booked for the conference had pulled out at the 11th hour, leaving Marco and his team in a mad scramble to try and deliver a hybrid live slash remote solution to a paying audience on a completely unrehearsed digital platform. Having heard rumblings of a major health issue back in December 2019, Marco, much like the vast majority of Australians, had no way of knowing the magnitude of what was soon to follow. I remember, I remember saying to Jay, don't worry, I'll probably blow over by the time the conference rolls around. As it would turn out, the No BS Digital Conference would literally be the last public event before the party was officially over in Melbourne. We we were on a bar across the road there on Russell Street with, you know, some of the speakers, maybe 10 or 20 attendees as well, having a good drink. We finished up at about one in the morning. Um, Seven in the morning, the Grand Prix was cancelled. Find out what it took to get this bootstrapped, purpose-led digital-slash-design-slash-tech conference off the ground against the odds and the grain in this episode of the Doing Epic Stuff podcast. I love how they've put this uh, disclaimer on Zoom now. Morning. People, yeah, people like, are doing sneaky recordings. Put your, put your pants back on like yeah. it's recording, you know? <laughs> They're like, we're going to be live all so quickly with this thing. We need to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah let people know. Yeah, exactly. People need to know. <laughs> uh, Marco, thank you so much for joining me today on the Doing Epic Stuff podcast. It's been a little while coming. It's a privilege, man. Thanks for having me. And yeah, I was wondering when you were going to invite me. So um, <laughs> <laughs> this you know, is great, man. Big fan of what you're doing. It's great. Interviewing you <clears throat> and more specifically about the No BS conference that you pulled off, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say. Yes. Uh, that's been on my mind for ages. And I was just, it was only a matter of the right timing. And I think having had this podcast now since about June 2020, I think was the first episode I launched. I kind yep. of spent a bit of time just kind of finding my feet with it and just interviewing different people who interest me, yada, yada, yada. But I always knew eventually I'd get Marco on this show because I feel that you're. <laughs> Aside from the fact that, you know, we get along very well as human beings and I have very infinite well. respect for you, uh, you. This particular conference that you pulled together and the timing of it, like, is it's just nuts. Like, it's one of those things, I think this, the story is one of those things that, like, it couldn't happen again. It was like a special moment for this thing to have executed like it did. And, yep. you know, there's people probably... I think people appreciate the work that goes on behind the scenes to an extent of executing a big conference with international guests flying in and flying out and all that sort of jazz. But to do it under strict time constraints when there was the uh, 
uh, impending lockdown of March 2020, which was when you actually executed this thing, uh, to do it with that added, let's just say like noose hanging over your head that this thing could be totally hamstrung and cancelled in the week that it was scheduled to run is a whole nother dimension of crazy. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> well, well put. It, 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 yeah, it, it really, really was. And we'll go back to, you know, just the insane amount of work that it took because, yeah, yeah I mean, you go to conferences and you don't realise that absolutely everything is where it is by design, like, you know, where you, st- where you enter from and pick up your lanyard and sign in and, have lunch and, you know, sit down, et cetera, like everything, you know. Um, and, um, yeah, it was, it was our first event. Uh, well, let's, so, let's, let's yeah. loop back to, I'm going to pick your brain about logistical parts of it, right? Yep. But I think the way the best way we do this is because of the context of what it is. I'd like you yep. to just start with, we'll go through a bit of a bit of a, the story, but I'd like you to start cool. with what, or why did you decide to even do a conference of this nature? What was the vision? And, and maybe just good. tell us why did you do it and what it what it was. Okay, okay, good, good question, good, good starting point. So, um, or how best to describe this? So, my business partner and I, um, you know, uh, had been spending quite a lot of time, you know, traveling and checking out various conferences, networking. Um, trying to crack into the US market, for instance. Uh, we had both gone over to, to a few conferences. Um, crack into the US market in what context, please, Mark? Uh, for, for digital. So we, we run a digital agency here in Melbourne, mm-hmm. uh, Sol and Wolf. And, um, you know, conferences are a great way to network and, and, and learn trends and see what's emerging. And, and I mean, you know, who doesn't want to go to, to the U.S., you know, um, <laughs> it's uh, and not just the U.S. specifically. I mean, some of these conferences, you know, uh, are being run anywhere, everywhere. But that, um, the U.S. is like a real it's kind of known as the it's like the tech conference heartland. Right. Like if yeah. you, there's so many big ones. It's got all the prestige. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So probably what got I think the that that thought train underway was you know Jay and I, Jay, my business partner, um, we spent some time in LA at an awards conference. So you know the AWWW awards, you know awards um, yep. uh, at that conference, and 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 it probably started around then because what we started seeing um, was that you know uh, I, I guess there and also sort of. Um, you know, back home was that there was this misconception um, that success is 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 uh, born overnight, created overnight, um, especially in digital, right? Because you hear stories of guys being acquired and valued, and um, you know all this crazy money floating around. And and uh, I guess the conferences that we were attending um, kind of perpetuated that attitude because you know we would sit there and listen to you know people. Um, you know, people working in very big organizations, fulfilling obviously very, very small, tiny roles um, and being completely detached from almost reality. Like what's the business about? How would, you know, how does this business make money? What, what does it mean to be successful? And, you know, the crowd is sitting there, they're young and, you know, uh, aspiring to be this person. It just felt a little bit, 
uh, wrong. And my business partner kind of, you know, leaned over at one point. I think I don't know which conference it was, but it was like we could we could do such a better conference. We should we should run one. And with that, that was kind of the beginning because from that point forward, every time we spoke to a speaker or um, there was an opportunity to kind of spruik this thing, which just kind of lived in his head. Um, it was like, oh, by the way, this is what we're doing. You know, we don't have any dates, we don't have any ideas, but this is what we're going to do. And it's about, um, you know, what's what's it about? Well, it's about, uh, you know, redefining what it takes to be successful. So dispelling that myth of overnight success and, you know, telling some true stories um, about what it takes to be successful. And so, you know, obviously hard work and, and that kind of thing. And, and it's not necessarily, you know, to, to run your own business. It could be that you've landed that dream role. How do you, you know, go off and, and then be successful, you know? So that was, that was the beginning of it. So reading between the lines, <clears throat> you'd attend, you and your business partner had attended conferences of various, uh, various ones in the digital marketing and tech world. And basically what you observed is often someone would get up there who might be quite senior in a company and the narrative they were given was not necessarily congruent with the reality of what it is to actually launch a successful career or a successful business in that industry. Yeah, precisely. So like I said, like guys fulfilling really small roles for these big companies and, you know, guys would lead teams of 30 people to, you know, derive a chime when you log in or something and then only they'll work on that for two years and the project gets scrapped, you know, and this is not real, you know, like it's, you know, sometimes you just want to hear, you know, you need something validating or you need a story that's relatable, um, not just, you know, this stuff which, again like it's 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 aspirational sure but it's not it's not very realistic you know mm-hmm. you can't you can't operate and i mean at the agency too we probably were coming off the back of a few you know bad experiences you know um mm. you know with projects and, and 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 team members and stuff like that and there was that attitude uh, you know in melbourne the, or in australia i'd say there is that attitude in digital where um you know uh i don't want to say you know, good talent, you know, it's hard, et cetera. But there is this attitude that success is, you know, created overnight. That was kind of the, that was the motivation. And from, so then that led you to the point where you and your partner have kind of come up with the fact that, yeah, maybe we can do this, this idea that maybe you could execute on it. You start talking about it to people. I assume initial feedback's like, yeah, dude, this sounds amazing. Well, there is a lot of bullshit at these conferences. How about you guys do do this? So when did that lead? How did that lead to it to the point of going, "Hey, man, let's 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 action plan this and actually do this"? Do you remember that moment? <laughs> Look, yeah, I I do, I do, and I think even before that moment, and this is my perspective because if you ask my business partner, he might tell you something else. But um, I kind of felt like it was something that was a little bit passive for us. It was in the back of our back of our minds or back of his mind. Because you're busy managing a full-time digital agency, meanwhile. This isn't exactly like your primary focus. Correct. Correct. So that's right. So it's it's not my focus at all, right? Like I'm it's there, but it's not really there. And when it when I see he's kind of serious about it, then I'll kind of come to it kind of thing. 
And, um, you know, we were just sort of plodding along, dropping these things. Oh, we should do this. Oh, we could do that. You know, just making kind of a small, uh, you know, mind map or whatever called mood board of, of what this thing could be just mentally. And I think just some things started dropping into place. Like uh, Jay had attended uh, Pause Fest, which is oh, yeah. another big, yeah, you know, Pause Fest. And um, maybe for I, the listeners, it. maybe just explain quickly, Marco, Pause Fest. Pause Fest, big, it's like a big Melbourne uh, digital conference um, that happens here, you know, uh, once a year, I think. I think last year was digital. Um, yeah, but it's, it's a big conference. They hold it at uh, Fed Square or, uh, or whatever. I've actually never been. Um, but um, anyway, Jay was attending and he, and he, and he bumped into a friend of his, um, uh, Amber from um, uh, Phoenix uh, Event Management, and um, long story short, friends from, 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 from back in the day, she's in event planning. She's actually running the event. Um, he's mentioned our conference. She's all on board. And that was a big turning point because at that point, um, I think it was like, you know, that day or that week, whatever, tells me all of this. And he's like, let's, let's, let's seriously do this. And I was like, oh, all right, if you're serious, let's do it. However... Hey, he's you're really going to have to drive this because I don't have much time, you know, outside of like my, um, uh, you know, Solomon Wolf occupies so much of my day and free time. Uh, it's it's not funny. So let me know what you need. I'm here to support. Um, you know, let's 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 do it. And I mean, even from a skill set wise, like you know, Jay being the creative director at, at Solomon Wolf. Um, it, it, and, and also probably the, the more social butterfly out of the two of us, it, it kind of really did fit that, 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 that remit of skills, um, what we were now doing. Um, and so just like that, um, it was a real thing. And, um, you know, I think the next step was kind of chatting about it with um, these event planners who really kept us on, you know, a straight and narrow with regards to what we needed to do um, and by when, most importantly. Just a sidestep, Marco, was you've got this successful digital agency as your primary focus, Solomon Wolf. You've got this potential concept to, to execute a conference, which is a you know, big idea, big risk, um, but super exciting and, and purpose-led. Was, was the idea of the conference in its DNA, was it thinking that the conference could cross-pollinate Solomon Wolf with new business and things like that? Or was that an afterthought or was that, yeah, I'm interested in that. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely an afterthought um, because, yeah, naturally, I mean, it's a digital conference for a digital agency, you know, sponsorships the like, you know, the people we're going to have down there. Definitely an afterthought. Um, to be honest, it wasn't really anything we considered or largely even cared about, like, um the event itself, you know, we didn't, we probably had Solon Wolf, you know, mentioned somewhere. It wasn't like we had a, a marquee and a stand and people spruiking the agency or anything like that. It, mm -hmm. it was almost, uh, you know, we were, we were listed alongside the rest of the sponsors. There was nothing else about us in lights. Um, so like I said, definitely, you know, we were probably one third or halfway down the journey. And, and then it was like, oh, hey, by the way, this might yield some work for Solon Wolf. Did we ever think about that? Not really. If it does, great. If it doesn't, then well, it doesn't change anything. You know, we were really doing this for, for other reasons. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Good good question. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Marco. Yeah, that's so you've, right. you've, you've spoken, you've got a, 
uh, basically you've moved from like an idea to the to a little bit of an action plan. Like we've got some dates to do this. Marco's put up his hand and said he's going to help out. Now we've got to lay it out and play it out, right? You've committed to this project. So yeah. you then go through the process, I assume, of working out the team, putting the whole thing together, planning the actual uh the actual conference itself, what sort of guests you want to bring in, all that stuff. Let's just put that under the big ass planning umbrella, which I'm sure took quite yeah. a bit of time and was a few few iterations of that potentially because you were starting with a clean slate. Um, out of interest, I guess, how did you plan the, the outlay of this? Was this driven by your colleague's friend in events management who was like, mm, if, we, if I leave you guys to your own devices, you're going to create some sort of crazy clusterfuck and I'll help you with this? Or what, what, <laughs> how did that work? Yeah, look, I mean, they, they definitely helped us in so much. I mean, uh, you know, definitely networks and comms and, you know, I guess the overall success of it, conferences need to have ABC and run, you know, from, from, from A to, to, to Z. Yep. Um, and I mean, you know, in terms of budgets and, and, and things like that, they, they really did help spell it out for us. And, and by when do we need to have certain assets or, or things planned? Um, from what I, I remember being told, it was that the content, the speakers are always um, the hardest part of, 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 of a conference. And, and we had that in spades, um, you know, some, some really impressive speakers, some guys who have been there, done that, still doing that. Um, I believe you had the so, co-creator of the emoji, Marco. Yeah, so Angela Guzman. Yeah, she was great too. How'd you have me um, that on your resume? I co-created the, <sighs> the emoji. Yeah. It's like and, I created I guess, the question mark. That's that's right. And I guess like her, her background, you know, um, you know, Spanish speaker from Colombia, you know, I think high school in, in the US, didn't speak much English growing up, if at all. Um I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not doing her story any justice, but she obviously often would, would draw symbols to communicate with her friends, you know, in, by, by describing. And that, you know, this, this beautiful background there of, of, of language, et cetera, filtered into her work years down the track and she did wow. something remarkable. Anyway, like I said, you've got to listen to her story directly. But, yeah, she was fantastic. And I, I think uh, I sent you through a link to the website, but guys like uh, Matthias Correa and... Um, Michael Ventura and um, Matthew Encina, you know, these heavyweight, guys. Heavyweight hosts to have attended yeah, conference. Like these yeah, guys are these guys are sought after from some of the biggest tech conferences in the world. So how did you how did you woo them into this well, Marco Sphere? Look, I, I would say that's my 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 business partner's doing, uh, certainly. Um, I mean, I'd met a handful of these guys as well along the journey. Great guys, and I think uh, Jay, being the, the the personable person that he is, um, just gets along with everyone, and everyone loved the idea because you know we were hitting something that was kind of true. I mean, mm. these guys who spoke, you know, at these conferences were the one in twenty that actually really resonated with us. You know, so we made you know a uh-huh. beeline to them to meet them, and they put us in touch with other people like them who also wanted to speak at this conference and. Um, I mean, the, the, the lineup was amazing, what we ended up with. Your lineup was a no BS lineup. You selected people specifically who you thought fit that, let's call them the no BS principles. And that was your filter. Yeah, yeah correct. Correct. Oh, cool. Like I said, um, yeah, guys would be putting us in touch with one another. And, um, you know, um, it was just really, really cool to be hearing 
um, all these people who were coming forward wanting to speak at the event, having heard about it through this person or that person, or um, I mean, it was it was it was really cool, really really cool. Mm. So you get this, you got get the plan together, you got some, some guests lined up, like an amazing list of guests, e- epic list of guests, like just I mean, nuts. Yeah, yeah, it was epic. Yeah, huge. And I won't look. I won't deep. I won't delve too far into the marketing of it and how you got people and selling tickets and stuff. We, we maybe even do that. We'll do that at a later, maybe even a later date if we want to dive into that. But let's talk yep. more about the actual event itself. So, the event's coming up. You've sold enough tickets. Uh, did you did you sell out the event? How did how did you go? Total ticket sales. Did you breach your expectations? Yeah, we we hit our goal. So we wanted three hundred and fifty tickets uh, sold. I mean, first time event, that kind of thing. Um, we hit the mark, um, but upon reflection, or not even upon reflection, but I think at the time we sort of looked around and said, hey, we actually have a little bit more space. So, you know, next year, which would have been uh, this year, which we didn't do, um, we'd aim for that 500 mark, maybe 550 mark. So probably just just slightly double. But at the same time, I mean, if that's what we wanted to do, we, we did really like the personable, like, you know, it was such an intimate conference you know earlier i mentioned pause fest which gets you know tens of thousands of people and multiple tracks and stages and it's you know it's really hard to keep track this was one stage one platform Mm. you know 350 people and you've got 20 speakers so at these networking events that we ran you know uh, throughout the day and, and and afterwards it was really easy to grab one of the speakers and chat and 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 ask them questions and get their email address i mean there's people that 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 still kind of you know, talk as, as a result of what we threw. So um, that's cool. Also, all the guests yeah. had witnessed the same speakers. There was no like, oh, I missed Bob on stage yeah. seven. Like, so we've yeah. got nothing yeah, to it, talk exactly. about. That's so exactly. good. Yeah, none of that. It was all there. And um, I mean, every talk was just so good. Like you, you, you know, it wasn't like one of those conferences where, um, you know, the audience kind of, you know, falls out to go back to work for, for, for two or three speakers and then comes back to, to hear, you know, the, the marquee, like everything was, was like, um, you know, really entertaining and educational and some surprises too. So, so some guys who probably weren't necessarily kind of earmarked early, or, I mean, we had a couple of ring-ins as well because of cancellations, which we'll probably talk about in a second, uh, you know, stole the show in, in a lot of cases. Ah, you know, the underdogs. Well. Yeah. And it was, it was just, it was just great, great to see, you know. Wicked. So, Setting the scene again. So the, the event's coming up. You sold your tickets. You're ready to rock. You're focused on logistics, making sure you got the right team turning up. Everyone, you know, the outlay of the event, all that sort of stuff, rehearsals and stuff, I assume. But then the, 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 the global health COVID. situation changes quite rapidly, right? That, that little thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell, it, me, I, tell me what happened. I, tell me what tell me. I remember... I, I, I remember, I remember saying to Jay, "Don't worry, I'll probably blow over by the time the conference rolls around." Um, so that, you know, we we started taking note kind of back in November or something, 2019 or, or what have you. And because um, it didn't, it didn't really start like December 2019 was when there was like inklings of it, but nothing. Maybe even January, that's right. February. That's that's right. That's right. Mm. Certainly lockdown. What are you talking about? Yeah, like that, that's, foreign concept. Like, yeah, but then they what? talked about the Grand Prix getting cancelled in Melbourne and people started going, oh, hang on. Yeah, well, that's right. So, yeah, so you're fast forwarding. So I'll, I'll back up to kind of like, um, yeah, November, December. And so 
we're in a time and space where COVID doesn't exist. We don't know, and you know, you know the the the, the you know these curfews and things that we're you know subject to now. We we you know they they're just not even in the realm of possibility. And uh, the other thing with conferences, I mean, in and amongst everything that you know Jay and the team are doing, um, so much work. Like these guys have done so. I can't man like they they the guy. Everyone's doing a lot of work, right? Um, the majority of your ticket sales with events are like super, super early birds. So they come in the beginning, right in the beginning and the last two weeks towards the event. So you've got this lull period where, uh, you know, you haven't really made your sales either. And that's, we're talking about about that, like, you know, passive (laughs) pressure before when we're talking. Yeah. So there's there's this pressure like, hey, we haven't sold that much yet. You know, like uh, there's this pressure, right? But then then there's this hope that it'll all just, a couple of weeks right. out, they'll just get this momentum. But you just, yeah, you're kind of just hoping. That's right. We, that's right. So there, there's that, right? And we and we've been, you know, Amber and that they're telling us, you know, don't worry, the, the ticket sales will come later, come later, cool. And so, okay, we're there's this, we're catching wind of this COVID stuff. And uh, Lissandra Follette, who is uh, one of the I don't know um, lead designers at, at Nike, I shouldn't say I don't know, but you know, um, designer at Nike, I actually heard his talk in uh, San Francisco. Absolutely amazing. He spoke about how he had to pitch to certain Nike execs um, that he wanted to redesign the um, men's track spike for the 2014 Olympic Games. Mm. And uh, previous to, to, to this successful pitch and then the way they went and did it with generative design, um, they used to just design a men's 10 and, 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 and scale it up and down for, for women and, and different athletes. That Nike, that's how they wow. designed shoes. Uh, these guys actually took a generative approach. They built a program um, and they fed it a bunch of criteria and it produced every different subtle permutation to this, to this shoe. Mm-hmm. And then they just tightened that criteria and it removed the ones that wouldn't suit that criteria. And they, you know, printed, I think, you know, three or four of them. They tested them with the athletes. And uh, I think Nike had a breakout year that year. They won whatever it was, um, 30 or 40 gold medals on the track, um, which previously <laughs> hadn't been the case. Um, so an, an amazing story. Um, and he was actually telling me that um, in the meeting after, like, you know, I caught up with him at drinks afterwards, that they had an even better shoe that the athletes didn't like. So they opted for, you know, this other variant, um, mm. which didn't perform as well. But anyway, so uh, he had just uh, pulled out. So it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, that, well, that hurts. Why is he pulled out? And um, I think Nike had... Um, uh, change their, I don't know, privacy policy or, or something to do with, you know, disclosing information. And so the, the, the process that he needed to go through to get the approval to do the talk um, was going to take some six months. And, you know, we're in December now or whatever, and the event's only three months away. So couldn't, couldn't happen, which was a shame. Um, so now, yes, you know, New Year's, et cetera, we go back to work and, and, and COVID now is becoming this... Um, this uh this this real thing we're hearing about it everywhere and it's spreading and italy is now um you know has all these cases and issues and yeah it didn't take long before kind of i think it was like feb um and uh you know the pressure of the event was getting pretty real and uh i remember jay turning to me because he was watching the news nonstop round the clock like at, at, at work you know and he sort of turned and he was yeah. like you know we're going to have to cancel this whole fucking thing. Like it's just, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be canceled. Like, look, honestly, it was, uh, it was tough. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I'm, you know, the business partner, 
trying to be supportive and and I'm probably the more Jay's optimist optimistic too but I, I probably you know I'm, I'm the positive one out of the two of us and um you know just offering that kind of support where I could um but yeah that was that was that was uh starting and then it wasn't until kind of um you know a week or two before the event uh some cancellations started so uh, Eric Snowden was the first one to write in. So head of design at Adobe, um, emailed Jay, hey, Adobe's got a no-fly policy. We're not, I can't come, I'm sorry. And again, that was like another, you know, punch in the stomach there. Mm. Um, because again, Jay was like, well, they're all going to fucking cancel now. Like, because again, these guys talk to each other. And we were in this, um, you know, bind. Uh, we, we had started getting emails from from attendees now, you know, like, you know, my ob and that, you know, these guys had bought, you know, 10 tickets, 20 tickets, etc. And they're asking, is the event running? And, you know, what, what precautions do we have? And what, what COVID safe policies? And, you know, and all of this is brand new, right? And, mm. um, you know, we're in this bind because we kind of want to get ahead of this thing and, and tell people, hey, you know, it's running and we haven't been told it can't. And from, from our understanding, it's still safe. Um, but at the same time, you know, you, you, you don't want to give these things oxygen if, if it's not necessary, you know. Um, I don't know if I described that right. But, no, I get uh, it. We're, yeah, we're in this bind. And so we're starting to field questions from attendees. Uh, we've got, you know, speakers starting to pull the pin. Um, the, the, the thing was, you know, we really wanted to ask the speakers too and put them at ease. But again, this whole oxygen thing, you know, like what's going to happen. And I think, you know, just to, to, to give you perspective, like it was a Saturday, the Saturday before the event. So the event was, um, the event was Wednesday, the 11th of March. Uh, it was a Saturday, just gone to the gym. It's like 9.30 in the morning, finished at 10.30, got a text from Jay, you know, um, Caitlin Neitz and uh, I forget who else, Facebook and Instagram, not coming, right? <sighs> so, Jesus, like, you know, they, they've just, you know, oh, South by Southwest, cancelled. Like, this is the weekend before, <laughs> uh, before the conference, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're just wondering, okay, what is it should we do? Have we heard from anybody else? You know, where is everyone? Uh, fortunately, we had... Um, some of the speakers obviously in Australia already. So these guys had come over doing a holiday speaking as part of that and, and things like that. So um, fortunately, who else by, by Monday, we lost uh, Benjamin Hirsch from Dropbox. Um, Man. Uh, yes. Yeah. We, we, we had a few pullouts and, and I mean, to their credit, like, I mean, we, we kind of pivoted like, like, you know, that week, I think there was just this suggestion was like, Oh, would they be willing to do a, a video conference? Like would they video presentation and Benjamin Hirsch and uh, Eric Snowden were, were all up for it. So amazing. Um, mm. But now we've got this uh, technology, like this technical requirement, which we haven't factored into how are we going to run uh, this, 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 this video conference. And to, to, to give you an indication, it was like, eight o'clock in the morning or eight thirty in the morning, the doors were pretty close to opening and I'm sitting there with AV guys trying oh to work God. out how to get oh video no. in and audio out to using Google Hangouts actually. Was, Use was Hangouts. Oh, yeah, and it was, it's such a cumbersome beast at the best of times. Back then it would have been, this, oh no. Dude, we had, we had 
like 12 hours to work it out. And I think we had a, a, a run through with, with, you know, both of those guys the, the, the afternoon before. Um, and uh, yeah, that's how close we came, but it was, it was, it was big. And, and I mean, it was, it was really great because even, you know, those guys who presented on screen, you know, obviously expressed how much they wanted to be there. And um, there's certainly, I think there was a really nice sense of um, satisfaction in that, you know, the, the, you know, the fact that these guys still made an appearance, even though there was a, 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 a cancellation. So um, incredible. They yeah, were, they, yeah, yeah. I mean, they great. could have easily, they'd already, they'd already got their leave pass to not attend. So clearly they you'd sold them on the vision because they were yeah. eager to go over and above. Talk, talk me through opening night, opening opening day, Marco. What did it feel like? Yes. What what yes. happened? Well, I mean, I remember even just before the opening, uh, so I'm obviously at the agency and doing some trips when I can to sort of help out. Bring this <laughs> Dealing with hardcore business at the same time. <laughs> yeah, right. And I remember stepping in there and uh, I'm looking at the stage and, 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 and someone's on there. Um, uh, Scott Thomas, I think from from Pinterest, has just rocked up and he's on stage now and he's doing his thing. And there was like some smoke and lights, and um, we had this big no BS like foam cutout on stage, which just which just looked fantastic. Like mm. it was like this is real. Oh, was that the the Melbourne Forum, by the way? So you know that small place, uh, that, that that small <laughs> venue there. And uh, I remember stepping in there, going, "Okay, like this is this is this is happening." And so yeah, like opening morning, it was a bit like I don't know where to stand. You know what I mean? Like, did you I sleep the night of, before? Not really. Uh, look, J- Jay and I, we we actually got a, a hotel uh, across the way there on on Russell Street. Um, just to save time and stress from having to deal with traffic. And, and I mean, we had to be in there at, you know, six in the morning or whatever it was when they gave us the key. So there was a lot to do, you know, the morning of. And so um, it was just, uh, yeah, incredibly exciting. Obviously, uh, you know, attendees were starting to, to turn up. Um, obviously, I knew a, a bunch of guys that came as well. So, um, you know, speaking to them and, and I'm spewing, you didn't, um, you didn't, you didn't show Mate, up, you weren't feeling well. Lifelong life regret that one. Look, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I know. I know, but who would have known, you know, but no, it was just really, really exciting. Like um, watching people funnel in and um, I, you know, I think I touched on it before, like, you know, when you go to a conference and you, you go to a conference and everything that is, is kind of expected to be, you don't realize that where you enter and get your lanyard and where you step next is, is all by design. You know, the sheer volume of design that went into a conference, um, hats off to, to, you know, Jay and, and, and Stephanie and, and the rest of the team um, who did it all because um, everything, you know, went off without a hitch. And um, like I said, just like absolutely everything needed to be, designed and produced and created and you know um that's not even talking about the marketing side of things that that went into sort of selling oh. these tickets but anyway we'll, we'll talk about another time like you said but um yeah it was just it was just so how, how exciting and then that first speaker Matthew Encina got up there and just absolutely killed it um <laughs> yeah there was a few technical difficulties I think in the beginning too and he told a couple of really cool jokes which just impromptu and, and relaxed nice. everybody and yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Did it, does it feel like with an event of that scale? Does it feel like once you get to the launch, 
can you relax a little bit or you would just you just like oh because the train's already the track's already been laid right Gone, it's like yeah. the train's going to go where it's going to go by that stage i guess your role right. is really just to fight fires if they happen and otherwise just be dude about town to an extent yeah there is a bit about that there's certainly that you know uh that that attitude because and it's and it's not again it's it's just by coincidence because you're so tense leading up to it you can't help it you know mellow out because now all of a sudden yeah the, the train has left the station it's 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 set a course right uh i was still a little bit stressed because i had a couple of well i had eric snowden first day that 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 video uh presentation that i was telling you about um I was still nervous about that. I had to kind of, you know, cue him up and, and talk to him in the green room while, you know, the, the, the other speakers were on stage and that kind of stuff. Um, so there was still a little bit to go, but what you're describing, I felt day two. So um, everything went really well. Day two was cool. And, um, you know, obviously we had the networking drinks and there was like a VIP thing that we did as well. So we had met a whole bunch of, you know, really interesting people and all the speakers had met one another. And there was just this really fun atmosphere, really fun, you know, sharing party kind of atmosphere that was that was happening. Um, and it was really cool. So overall, a, a success. You were you were happy with how the actual event rolled out? Yeah, massively, massively. I think it was uh, I think it was great. Obviously, we learned a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, we sent out a, a survey kind of, you know, in the days after um, and, and we took some things back, but overall, I mean, for a first time event, I think, um, it, uh, it went extremely well, like extremely well. Mm. Yeah. Like the, the scale of what you pulled off is, is just cannot be understated because like I was yeah. saying at the start, like it, even just doing it by itself was a big undertaking, but the fact that you guys both run your own full-time digital agency and from anyone who's worked in agency land, the understanding of the demands of that and your how closely tied to your success and failures your ability to deliver on your client demands are you can't just put pause on that stuff if you're mid project and there's multiple projects going on you can't just walk away from it you are the guy so like- yeah that's 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 right yeah look it yeah like i said a testament to you know the entire team the way we run things the way we manage things the way we obviously prioritize things um Because I mean, again, to give you perspective, you know, so we we'd finished Thursday night uh, with uh, with a bit of an after party in the the forum. So DJ, live saxophone, it was great, right? (laughs) And uh, we we were on a bar across the road there on Russell Street with you know some of the speakers, maybe ten or twenty attendees as well, having a good drink. We finished up at about one in the morning. Um, seven in the morning, the Grand Prix was cancelled. Wow. Yeah. So that just shows you like we, we were the last big event or, you know, event, I would say, public event in, um, in, uh, in Melbourne, in Victoria. Yeah, in 2020. You, you might actually have the official title of the largest event that ran in Australia prior to uh, COVID, COVID lockdowns. That's, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. What, what did a, you what did you learn from from the process i mean there's, there's so many different aspects of a project of this scale the marketing the teamwork and all that sort of stuff was was there anything that was a particular high and was there anything that was a particular low from this whole journey oh, 
particular high. Look, I mean, just the sheer scale of of what we pulled off was 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 pretty cool. So just you know, you could liken it to any big event that goes too quickly on the day. You know, uh, a wedding or something. You know, you spend all this time planning and talking, and then in an instant, it's it's kind of gone. So, I mean, retrospectively, I you know, I remember sort of it was like the morning before or the, the evening before. And I'm looking at the forum from our hotel room and I'm like, I can't believe we hired this place for, for, for two days, you know? Um, and, you know, like everything, it's like, you know, back in high school, you throw a party wondering if anyone's going to show up, you know? Um, there was a bit of that. Um, I mean, just the whole thing. I mean, we even kind of uncovered this bit of a, uh, like this, I don't know if you want to call it like a like a sub subgenre or something, but there was this really interesting mental health aspect that kind of got uncovered throughout some of the speakers' uh, talks and experiences that we touched on. And before we knew it, a lot of people in the crowd and that were sort of sharing things, etc. Um, because it's one thing that's probably not spoken a lot about in, in digital is that the, the 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 high percentage of people that actually suffer you know, from, from mental health uh, mm. issues, anxiety, depression, et cetera. I think it's upwards of 60% or 65% wow. or something. Don't quote me on that, but it's high, a lot higher mm. than say industry, any other industry norm. Mm. Um, and I think probably because the work is so intrinsic and, 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 and kind of personal, there's a lot that goes on there, but, you know, um, I think that was really cool um, in, in, in sort of hearing how, you know, um, uh, so Doc Cervantes there, uh, one of the designers at Wikipedia, told an amazing story of trying to crack into, um, you know, Silicon Valley and, you know, how I guess one's perception of things isn't necessarily the reality. And it was just really interesting, at, you know, at that level, you know. Um, so, that, so that was really cool. I mean, the lows, without a doubt, I mean, COVID in the end ultimately did affect, I think, the turnout. We probably had 10, 15% like people not showing up because oh, that of could the, have been so much worse dude oh no oh, and hey i know That's i know amazing. i know but I, I i know i know and i just think like geez you know imagine it, it was full up um or, or you know everybody and i mean i guess you're always going to get that too because people have you know work commitments and they're coming for this talk or that talk etc so you know the COVID thing was tough definitely to deal with um and then i guess you know obviously getting the notification that these people couldn't come and um, or weren't coming and, and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, was was a little was a little not not disappointing, but disheartening. You know, it was just mm -hmm. uh, tough to uh, tough to tough to deal with. You know, mm -hmm. if yeah. you if you were to meet someone who kind of had a, an idea, wanted to run their own event, and had never done it before, like you guys, just just bootstrapping, you know, putting the thing together. Would you have, is there, is there a piece of advice that above all others, is there one thing that you could kind of take away from this experience and kind of go, okay, this was the thing, this was the thing that I really would like to impart to someone else who wants to go down this journey. Yep. Is there one thing you reckon that stands out? Look, I, I think a, a good team. So you're going to need that event management experience, consultancy, something um and for that i can't recommend you know amber and that from phoenix high enough um they are amazing um i i guess the other thing is you're really going to need good relationships with with speakers um because 
the, the one thing that I found kind of surprising is that the, the, the agreement between speakers and that is, is, is pretty light. You know, there's no formal contracts. There's no, you know, if they don't get on the plane, you know, the, the week before, um, well, they don't show up. Like, what are you going to do? So you need to make sure that that is kind of together. And one thing that we uh, would probably, um, I mean, we were lucky, the, the fact that we had these relationships and, and you know, everyone was, was, was great. But what we probably do, um, I think, if, if you're flying someone out or putting someone up, uh, get them to pay for it and then you'd reimburse them um, for, you know, for, 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 for doing it. So effectively wow. getting that buy-in. Um, Skin in the game. Yeah. So if, you know, they, they fly themselves out, cool, and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll write you a check or, or balance you out when you get here kind of thing. So Smart. That, 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 well, logical, right? But mm. um, we, we just didn't, didn't think about that at the time. Um, but uh, fortunately, we didn't really have any problems there. But yeah, get your content right. Oh, and your program. So delay printing that program uh, as late as possible because ch- changes are going to happen, you know, and you can't uh, exactly reprint that program, you know. So you're handing out a little booklet, you know, sponsors, et cetera, and here's the run sheet. There's changes that, that go on. So That's um, a really good one. You don't want to be yeah, reprinting. So, <laughs> no. So, well, by the time, so, mate, like, by the time our event actually came out, so even like, I think there was a reshuffle as to like, oh man, like even if we had a reprinted it, even that one was going to be out of date. Like uh, oh, we just rolled out. Yeah. These really out of date. Uh, and by out of date, I mean, it was like three days out of date, but the, the whole thing is kind of turned on its head. Um, so obviously you're going to have to need, you're going to need like a live up to date one on, on your phone or, you know, a digital one. And then if you're going to hand one out, you know, think of a way to make that as extensible as possible. Um, yeah. Got stick it. up that you can stick on, on the day or something like that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. So, the, so, so a couple of things. Yeah. That, that's look, that's super insightful. I think like they're, I mean, teamwork is the sort of thing that you, people just kind of maybe to a large extent just go, oh, yeah, of course you kind of need the team. But it's so easy to overlook the team. I mean, this is something like I'm, I'm an entrepreneur at the moment, a sole, sole entrepreneur. And, you know, th- there's a real risk in trying to do everything yourself and losing perspective, you know, and, and that is in any context, right? Especially a big event like that, but in all contexts, like, you were mentioning before, Marco, about people having neg- negative mental health issues in digital. I'm sure a big part of that also, apart from putting their work on the line all the time and they're only as good as their next marketing gig, it's also spending just a shit ton of time by, by yourself, right? Like that that's, yeah. could be a real risk. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. So getting inside your own head, you know, you know, imposter syndrome is a real thing, you know, like, yeah, you know, I, I, I get it all the time. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it goes with anything that you're trying to do, you know, speak to experts, ask someone for help. You'd be amazed that I think, uh, you'd be amazed at how many people are willing to help someone. It's just that they don't know, you know, because, uh, yeah, you, you don't know what you don't know, you know? And so, yeah, you know, get, get that team together, find people who, believe in the idea and, and, and want to share it and, and genuinely help um, because there'd be heaps of them, heaps of them. Yeah. Marco, you mentioned a, um, <clears throat> a couple of you, your 
guests or not guests so let's what well, their speakers ended up being sort of dark horses do you have any do you have a last dark horse story anything that rings to mind where you're like oh god that guy that chick just really stood up we didn't expect that and they've, they've just knocked it out of the park oh i probably look not to take anything away from anyone you know uh luke wiseman from damage was was really entertaining um and he just he 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 rocked up he did his thing um he 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 was great like like really really good in fact um you know we 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 probably have to check with him as to what parts of the talk we could publish because you know <laughs> i don't think everyone would be too pleased with 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 him and the things that he kind of disclosed which was which was really awesome um Legend. uh our gym from tank was also was also amazing um uh so look uh, and he was a real late ringing i think we we we, we called him up uh like a day or two uh, to go and and you know we've wow. been a big fan of yeah and we've been a big fan fan of uh, of Tank for a long time. I remember early out in my career, even before I you know let's say even had or called myself an agency, I, I used to look at Tank and uh, ad- admire from the outside, you know, kind of who they were, what they were doing. Um, and, you know, I told Jim all of this and, and that sort of blew his mind. Uh, and, and now we're doing some, actually, we're doing some work together. So, you know, earlier when you asked me about like, you know, was, was there any work or what have you that, that came out of it? Um, it definitely wasn't like the reason why we did this or it definitely wasn't, it, like I said, it was an afterthought. But the, the, the relationships there that we've, that we've kind of made um, are, are, re- are genuine, they're real, they're very strong um and uh yeah we just love these sorts of collaborations so so doing some work together there with 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 tank at the moment i love how the like my assumption was that the relationship would be between potential clients and your agency but what the relationship ended up being was between the speakers and yourselves and i think that's super powerful again in the vision that you that you were honest to your vision and true to it and they believed in it because you've you've executed on something that you wanted to do a passion project. And then you've had that follow-up that people still want to be engaged with you. And they're not just, not just the customers, but they're actually people who want to collaborate. You're growing something. Uh, that's really awesome. I think if you, yeah, you know, taking that home is pretty amazing. Pretty it, cool. it, no, it, it, it really is. And, and like you said, like it's, it's, it's something that we didn't think about. Um, and um, the fact that, obviously the, the, you know, the relationships must be genuine after, after all this time. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just really, really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Are we going to see no BS number two, even less BS? <laughs> next to no BS. Yeah. Uh, next look, to no man, BS. Like, please call it that. No that's yeah, amazing. No. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, look, I, I think so. Definitely. I mean, we had actually earmarked and put down a deposit uh, for September this year. Um, that's obviously not going to go ahead. The reality is it's, you can't plan a, you know, a trip to Rye with your girlfriend, let alone um, a conference of, of kind of that magnitude you know, international travel is, is still banned. So obviously it would have to be a combination of like, you know, local talent, which there's plenty of. Unless you um, go full full digital, would, would you consider that? Full digital, yeah. And I mean, we could. I, I just think that the, the, there was just so many digital events that, that, that went off like the moment 
you know, it, you know, actual conferences were cancelled. I, I kind of feel like people got a little sick of them. Um, yeah. I know I kind it's a of... It's a bit of burnout, isn't there? Yeah, I, I, just, I just don't think it's... It's just not as good, like mm. as as a, as an actual conference. I mean, in the same way that a musical event will, performance will never be the same unless precisely. you're like feeling the sweat. You know, you got to be yeah. close to those bodies. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it, it, exactly. And I mean, uh, you talk about you know earlier you talk about conferences and and networking, and you, you can't do that online. Like it's uh, you you can't network. Like it's I mean, well, you do something that's like close to networking but it's not networking it's not the like same is it? sense. no it's not the same it's because there's no scotch um, that's that's the, the it, funny thing exactly we we're talking about scotch earlier <laughs> exactly right like um there's no scotch and uh you know that's a big part of it you mm. know not 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 the drinking per se but it's those micro moments where you know you're sitting there you're listening to someone they strike a chord with you and there's this light bulb moment and you look over to your right and the person sitting next to you who you don't know has had the same light bulb moment and you guys are connected in that instant over this, over this common shared idea, you know, that that's been presented by someone who, you know, you, 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 you resonate with, there's something really powerful there. And so, you know, you take that conversation over to, to, to get a drink or, you know, to, to, to get a meal or you go for a walk during the break and, and it fosters, other ideas and, and and relationships and like these digital conferences conferences don't don't do that. They it's the moments you know. in between, isn't it, that really yeah. matter. Exactly. That's that's interesting, yeah. isn't it? It's like the yeah. that's yeah. where the magic happens. The moments in between yeah. the big events. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Mm. precisely. So look, definitely this year, maybe not. I think uh, the last we spoke about it. There was possibly going to be like a like a reunion uh, networking thing that we were going to do. So much smaller, invite some of the attendees, or you know, uh, basically invite everyone whoever wanted to come could come. Um, some of the local speakers throw a throw a networking event. Uh, maybe get some of the other speakers from overseas up talking about you know the next time we do it. Just to just to stay relevant, um, get a bit of a uh, um, like I said, relevancy. Keep relevancy up, um, and and get a bit of conversation happening about it. But it's just really hard to predict, and and we got through by you know the the skin of our teeth, as 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 you know I, I told you earlier. Um, you just you know you don't want to run that risk. Um, mm you know, again, like it's, 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 it's insane. Uh, like I said, you can't, you can't plan a trip to, well, to the park at the moment, you know, it's just, um, this is difficult. <laughs> yeah. Marco, that is an incredible story. I'm so glad that you finally, I've been able to get you on the record to tell it because it's been, you know, back in my mind for, for quite a while and I'd never heard the full thing either myself. So no, I selfishly yeah. got an ex- a reason <laughs> to do it. <laughs> <laughs> mate thank you man like it's been uh been a pleasure um i too was really looking forward to, to jumping on and and, and uh, telling you this story too because i feel like when we've caught up in person there's just been so much to talk about yeah we, we get overexcited catches, and sidetracked yeah, <clears throat> and we end up over there somewhere about yep. something else you know uh it's it's cool <laughs> Thank you.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Doing Epic Stuff podcast. You can find all the latest happenings on the website, doingepicstuff.com or our Instagram, Instagram forward slash doingepicstuff. We out.